Hi there, it's Lisa Berry, your radio BFF, and I'm sharing with you some of the highlights from my radio show this last week. In a season that seems to cover the gamut of emotions from nostalgic to fun to sad and lonely. And even though scary medical results should be forbidden to show up in the month of December, they do. We're going to talk about that too on the Lisa Berry Show podcast. Callbacks are wonderful when you're trying out for a play or cheerleading. Not so great when it's because of a suspicious mammogram. That was me. I sat there watching women in pink robes come and go from this private waiting room. Some of them are going to get good news, others not so good. And for me, it was weird to think that in a matter of minutes, I would be leaving that place either bursting with joy or sitting there in quiet fear. I had no idea which one I was going to get. But as I sat there, I told God, the first thing I want to say is that I pray everything is okay. That's my first choice. But if I can bring you more glory through things not being okay, I want you to know that I'll accept that too. Not happily, mind you, (laughs) but I'll figure it out if it's your call. Well, after a second mammogram and an ultrasound, I sat there and waited for the doctor to come in to give me the 411. I couldn't even guess what she was gonna say. Well, pretty soon she breezes in, she's young, she's cute, she's got perfect teeth, and she says, everything looks fine. Nothing I'm worried about and we'll see you in a year. I exhaled and I smiled at the same time. But then I thought about the others in pink robes getting a whole different assessment. And if you're the recipient of news that is not met with a smiling exhale, my heart is with you. And if you're in the midst of a battle for your health of your body, my heart's with you too. Now, let me just say honestly, if you are not a Jesus follower, this is your time. This is one of those things you never want to go through without him. He's the one you want by your side. He's compassionate and wise and full of love for you. Well, maybe your kids are in a church Christmas pageant. I don't know about you, but I always secretly want things to go wrong because it's just so funny. My Facebook friend Susan was telling me about her daughter Alice, who got to play the part of Mary in the church Christmas pageant, and her son Gabe was Joseph. Well, Gabe picks up the baby Jesus out of the manger and turns him toward the congregation and has the baby Jesus wave his hand at the congregation. Well, of course, everybody's giggling by this point. And Alice is beside herself because this is supposed to be serious. So she reaches over and tries to grab the baby, but Gabe will have nothing to do with that. So they start a tug of war with the baby Jesus up on stage. I tell you what, you cannot make this stuff up. Well, it sounds like you have a bone to pick with me. There's one song you've never played. Uh-oh. At least I've never heard it. That's trouble. Which, which song have we omitted? 12 Days of Christmas. Yeah, but you know what? That one goes on for like a half an hour. Four or five minutes, maybe, yeah. <laughs> We're going to be old and gray before that's done. 
So you've got an extra Christmas light in your Christmas light package. It's in a clear plastic sleeve, and there's usually one replacement bulb and then one that has a red tip. If you're like me, you've just got a bunch of those in the bottom of the Christmas box. Come to find out that red end one has a very specific purpose and you're gonna die when you find out what this is for. If you take out one of the lights in your string of Christmas lights and put in that one with the red tip, that makes the lights turn on and off. (laughs) I didn't know that. I just thought it was like a mistaken red bulb in there. Like, why would you put that in there? I don't want one odd red bulb. No, that makes the lights flash on and off. You've probably never heard this Christmas song, but it goes like this. He's making a list. He's checking it twice. He left it at home. He's texting his wife. There's a lot to do this time of year between the shopping and the baking. You have to get the house ready. More like sorting, organizing, bills, um, pictures, books, that type of thing. Wow, that's a lot. It really is. But, you know, you get to see old pictures from, oh, five, ten years ago. So that's kind of funny to look at them. Well, I am so impressed because if that were me, I would start cleaning, but then I would get so drawn in to looking at the pictures that I would spend the next three hours looking at those and then making even more mess with the pictures than when I started. <laughs> Are you uh, in my basement with me? or? <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious to know if people ask you if you're ready for Christmas. I just want to wear a sandwich board that says, no, I'm not ready for Christmas. In fact, on Christmas Day, I won't be ready for Christmas. I'll be greeting guests in my bathrobe. Well, it's the Russian roulette of Christmas, isn't it? (laughs) When you get that box of chocolates, which a lot of times there's a, a piece of paper in there that identifies what the different chocolates are. But a lot of times there's not. And so it's just all up to chance as to which one you're going to get. And some of them are great and some of them are blah. And you never want the blah one. So you got to take a chance though. My Facebook friend Lisa said she always hopes to avoid the nougat, which she says tastes like rubber bands. So I found this poem that's really all about you. It's what Jesus would say to you if you had a minute to listen. I couldn't wait to share it with you. It says, If you look for me at Christmas, you won't need a special star. I'm not in Bethlehem. I'm right here where you are. You might not be aware of me amid the celebration. You're going to have to look beyond the stores and all the decorations. But if you take a moment from your list of things to do and listen to your heart, you'll find I'm waiting there for you. You're the one I want. You're the reason I came. And you'll find me in the stillness as I'm whispering your name. Have I ever told you how much I love to hear your funny Christmas stories from when you're young? kindergarten, my church decided to do a Sunday school Christmas program, and when it was the turn of the kindergartners, it was me, my best friend, and a girl, I don't remember her name anymore, 
the director started directing and she said away in a manger and she's like you know I can't hear you so I leaned forward towards Mike and when I heard my own voice coming through the speakers I just singing my I can just picture you what a riot if you've got a cute story I'm all ears 888-311-LISA. I'll never forget years ago hearing a sermon about Mary and Joseph finding no room at the inn. And the pastor looked right at us and said, every Christmas you are the innkeeper and you have to decide if there's any room in your life for Jesus. If your kids are coming home from college for Christmas, you may want to spend a lot of time with them and just smother them with your love. But I just heard from an expert that said, yeah, maybe not the best idea. And at first I was a little insulted, but then I thought, you know, I remember, and you maybe do too, coming home for Christmas, you probably were up too late during finals and you came home absolutely exhausted. And I also remember my mom. She was a little offended and said, we haven't seen you in a long time and now you don't even want to be with us. I'm like, I I do. I just need about 36 hours of sleep and I should be good to go. So maybe just get some of your kids' favorite foods and let them have a lot of sleeping time and then they'll come back to life. If you've been racking your brain trying to figure out how to do a nice Christmassy sort of a thing for a loved one in a nursing home, my friend Morgan had this awesome idea. So her mom is 87 years old and she wanted to make Christmas less lonely. So she and her siblings started the 12 days of Christmas for grandma. So each one of the kids and grandkids and even the pets are claiming a day and they're responsible for making that day fun for grandma. Like, for example, one of the grandkids is going to introduce grandma to his soon-to-be fiance. Uh, Another one of the siblings is going to have a cheese board delivered to grandma. It is such a great idea and gives grandma something to look forward to and doesn't cost a lot of money. You know what's crazy? I don't think it's any accident that God had a donkey speak in the Bible. You know why? Because God can get a message through anybody. And for you and me, it's probably not a donkey, but it could be a pet. Cassandra found out she was pregnant and she and her husband were so excited. But then 18 weeks later, a parent's worst nightmare happened. And when she got to a doctor appointment, there was no heartbeat. She couldn't bear to go through the drawers where she had brand new baby clothes just waiting. For a week after delivering, she stayed away from that room and that dresser. But she finally realized she couldn't put it off any longer. And so she collected those clothes, sat down on the floor and just stared at them. That's when her dog steps into the room and starts sniffing the baby clothes. And then he stops and he looks at Cassandra. She just lost it. And the dog starts licking her face over and over. She turns her head away and the dog won't let up. I think God knows sometimes when we can't feel him, 
He just needs to find another way. And if you are experiencing loss this Christmas, I just want you to know that God is desperately trying to find a way to comfort you, to be near you. Just look around. It's going to be in really unexpected ways. Well, that's going to do it for today. Thanks for spending some time with me. And I invite you to listen to my radio show. If you want to, there's a bunch of different ways to do it. If you go to thelisaberryshow.com, I'll show you.